Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas to you. My name's Steve Carlisle. I'm the Senior Minister here. It's great to be able to share God's Word with you this Christmas morning. But uh, before we do, uh, and if you're at home, welcome to you as well. You can, you can play along with this at home as well. Uh, we're just looking for the earliest time that a household got started this morning. Does anyone want to start the auction? I'll, I'll start with 6.45. Thank you, Bruce. Anyone lower than 6.45? 6.15. Lower than 6.15, please. 6.08. Anyone later than, uh, earlier than 6... Hang on a second. You're in the same household. How can that... You snuck out. All right, Matt. Five o'clock. Can I go any earlier than... Pete. Quarter to six. Not quite. Not quite. Five o'clock's the lowest of the month. No one's slower. One o'clock. You're going you, you're gonna to win anyway, Lottie. That's right. All right. Five o'clock's the earliest. We'll see how it comes through online. All right. What about a show of hands? Is there anyone here amongst us that's received a gift already today? I think there might be a few. All right. A few leave their gifts until after church, maybe. All right. Uh, is there anyone that's already wearing a Christmas gift today? Yeah, you might have to pick those people later on. I saw this shirt, Atticus. That's a good one. I love that. Has anyone that's already gotten into the Christmas food yet? Anyone eaten some Christmas food at this point? A few? This morning already? Why not? Why not? Why not? You've eaten Christmas. What Christmas food have you eaten this morning? You ate the Christmas tree. Okay, I'll have to take that up with you a little later on, Atticus. Very good. Well, it is a great morning. There's lots of great things to enjoy together as we, uh, uh, as we enjoy Christmas in 2021. But there's a sense in which as we get to the end of this year, uh, it's nice to know you can finally breathe, isn't it? You finally made it. At the, at the end of this year, after all that has been, you can have a rest. You can clock off a little bit. It's the 3 p.m. Christmas Day rest, isn't it? That's the banana lounge time when everybody goes to sleep and has a rest after their tummies are full and their eyes are closing around the table. Family members perhaps wanting to have a conversation with them and you can't quite keep your eyes open. But you've made it. You've done well. No matter who you are, no matter where you're watching from today, if you're watching online or in the building, no matter where you're going today or what your day will look like, Many of us have come into this Christmas weary, weary of change in the last two years, weary of worry, weary of anxiety, weary of being locked in, weary of being back out again, weary of being locked in again. We could keep going on this for a while. Weary of wearing masks or not wearing masks, having rules or not having rules. Weary of the future. Weary of work looking like a Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call. Weary of homeschooling. Weary of schooling going back. Weary of, I don't know why I'm weary, but I'm weary weariness. And if this is you, this morning Christmas is good news for you. Because as it says behind me, Christmas is the story of a weary world rejoicing. I'm going to pray and then we're going to have a look together at a couple of passages of scripture. Let me pray and we'll dive aboard. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas and we thank you for what 
uh, you have done for us in bringing joy to a weary world. And we pray that this morning uh, you would help us to uh, understand that joy uh, so that we uh, might uh, be the people who worship you and give glory to you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I wonder if you were to uh, uh, list your favourite Christmas carol, would you have one? Would anybody care to share theirs with us? The drummer boy. The, the drummer boy. <laughs> I was set up on the tee right there and just for you to smash it out of the park, Dave. Thank you. Lee. Oh, holy night, Lee. Okay, very good. Very good. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Very good. Bethany. Away in a manger. Very good. Thanks for your nice loud voice. Well done. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, holy night is one of those ones that are very popular when you come to a list of songs at Christmas time. It was written in 1847, you might be surprised to know. Uh, and a line in it re- reminds us that being weary at Christmas time is nothing new. We chose not to sing it this morning. It's a very hard song to sing. Uh, and so that's why we haven't sung it this morning. But look at the lyrics behind me. Oh, holy, I'm not going to sing it now either. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Let's continue on, please, people. Uh, it's the night of our dear Saviour's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, O hear the angel voices, O night divine, O night when Christ was born. In 1847, the burden of weariness was well known to those who wrote it. Nothing has changed today. The burden of weariness remains, whatever the situation of our life has been. And sometimes that burden is light and at other times it's extremely heavy. And the reason we have this burden, of course, is because we live in this world. If you scratch just deeply enough, you'll find everybody has this burden of weariness at some point in their lives. And it comes into our world and into all of our lives because of our own sin and rebellion and brokenness that comes as a result. Often this world does look good to us, but the cracks begin to emerge at different times and the weariness catches up with us. We desperately want rest, but rest doesn't come. And when it does come at 3 p.m. this afternoon, it might last for a couple of days and then the diary starts to fill up and work goes back and the weariness returns. See, whatever it is that draws weariness into your life, whether it is a pandemic or just sickness and illness of any kind, whether it's broken relationships or friction or angst that you might feel this very day, or whether it's death itself, all of these things come because the human heart is hardwired against God. It's a weary world full of sin and darkness and brokenness. And in Isaiah chapter 9, written some 700 years before the coming of Jesus, we hear God's people described in a situation of darkness and hard life and burden and oppression. They might be described as a weary people. And yet into this time of difficulty, God speaks a word of hope to his people in Isaiah chapter 9. He says there is a time when a great light 
A great joy, a great gladness will come into the world. What is the great light or great joy? Well, verse 6 tells us, doesn't it, in those famous words. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. 700 years before the coming of Jesus, we're told that a light will dawn into the world, the coming of this child, a child born to a weary, dark, burdened world. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And this is where the joy springs into a weary world. See, all of your celebrations today that you've already started, They're all the result of this child being born. The joy of this child coming to a weary world. But why is this child so valuable to us? In what way does this child bring rejoicing to a weary world? Well, I want to consider as we finish our time together this morning, just two particular things. That this child brings help for today and hope for tomorrow. Did you notice in chapter 9, verse 6, the names given to this child? Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We could go into all of these names over and over again and find great depth in who it is that has been born that first Christmas day. But we know these are not the only names given to this child. He would also be called Emmanuel. He would also be called Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. But we also find in the rest of the scriptures that this child born in the manger 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem, the place that no one had really ever heard of before, was also born as the great high priest. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? That this child might be called the great high priest, the wonderful counsellor, the mighty God. Often as people go through tough times, you do hear them say, you don't really understand what I'm going through. And that's true, isn't it? Nobody really understands what it is that we are going through at any particular moment. And the good thing is, we don't have to understand. Because the fact that that baby in the manger is the great high priest, the Lord Jesus, means that he understands us. You see, that baby born 2,000 years ago is able to sympathise with every weakness that we have. As we look at that manger, we see a young child born as a baby, weak and frail as we were. Born into a dark and dangerous world as we are. Born into a world where sin reigns as we ourselves are. And yet, this baby would grow up Become a man and never once sin himself. And though he knew our weariness, though he knew our tiredness, though he knew the effects of sin in the world, though he knew the pain that goes with living in this broken world, he never once sinned against God. I wonder if today you might learn something new. 
Sometimes that's how it works, isn't it, at Christmas time? Somebody in the family receives a new gadget of some sort and somebody can't get it working. So what do you have to do? Well, you have to learn a new skill. Maybe you look up the instruction manual, as if anyone does that. Maybe you look up a YouTube video of how to do it. That's a bit more like it today. Or maybe that new gadget you give to the youngest member of your family who will get it organised in two seconds flat. Either way, when you've got something that doesn't work, you go to the expert, whoever that may be, to get that thing working. And Jesus, as our great high priest, is the experienced expert in living life in this world. He has gone through everything that we have gone through and yet was without sin. He was tempted. He lived in a world with sickness, illness and grief and yet was without sin. He is our great high priest. Look at this passage on the screen from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathise with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Christmas means help for today. Help for a weary world. Jesus gets us he knows us he understands us and he understands every weakness we have so the very next verse in the book of hebrews chapter 4 says this let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need christmas is help for today help for a weary world And so today, in the weariest of worlds that we've been in for such a long time, today is the day to run to Jesus, to approach him confidently, knowing that he will provide grace and mercy in your time of need. Christmas means help for today. But Christmas also means hope for tomorrow. We see Jesus described as the wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. Jesus came to live a perfect life. To die a death upon a cross and to rise to new life so that he might give a great gift to us. The great gift of new and eternal life for all who turn to Jesus and trust in him. The gift of the removal of the curse that is over our world because of sin. The promise in the future of a fading weariness that will leave us as we spend eternity with him. The gift of peace with God and peace with others and the gift of a broken world becoming whole once again. And these things are guaranteed in the person of Jesus that we find in that manger all those years ago. Jesus is the saviour and the hope for the future. This is why that song, O Holy Night, speaks not only of a weary world, but the thrill of hope. It is at the thrill of hope that the weary world rejoices. Jesus, who is like us in every way, but unlike us in that he never sinned, he is perfect, allowing him to be the Prince of Peace, to bring us to a place of peace for our weary souls. As I mentioned, I hope that around three o'clock this afternoon, 
you can enjoy the peace of rest. The eyes will close. You'll go into your own world for a little while and then hopefully you'll wait to eat some more food again. But I don't want to give you the bad news. But the bad news is it's not going to last all that long. That diary will become full once again. The weariness will chase you down, whether it's now or in the new year. It will get you again. But the Prince of Peace can give you a peace that passes all understanding. Again, I hope your day is filled with joy, but there's nothing worse than a time around your Christmas table where there might be lots of mental energy and anguish spent on difficult relationships. Christmas can be hard for lots of people, but Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Not always fixing what happens at your table today or any other day, but he gives a peace that passes all understanding. He gives a peace which means that we are no longer at war, not with our other people around us, but most importantly, no longer at war with God. This is the hope of Christmas for the future. Freedom with God, rest, restoration, forgiveness, being made whole and being with our creator and redeemer. Indeed, that's why Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7 describes this child as in this way. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. No end. Isaiah 9 speaks of a child who will bring a hope for the future. A hope for the future that is a peace that passes all understanding and of that peace there will be no end end sometimes our carols do us a little bit of a disservice don't they they make it sound like that scene at that very first christmas was peaceful no noise nothing around could you imagine the noise animals everywhere doing their own noises child in the manger did make noises all the normal ones It was not a peaceful scene. But though it was not a peaceful scene, into this world came the Prince of Peace, who would deliver a peace for us with God, the peace that we need more than anything else. And of this peace, there will be no end. Today is a great Christmas day. A great Christmas day to remember that a weary world rejoices. Why? Because it's It's the coming of Jesus who brings help for today and hope for tomorrow. And so today may be a day of happiness for you. I hope it is. I hope you're able to enjoy with family and friends those things that make you happy, that food and those gifts, and I hope you're able to enjoy that. I recognise that today for many people their plans are changing by the minute. And that perhaps some of that happiness is being taken away from the day. But do not be deceived, friends. The happiness is fine. It's God's great gift to us. All of the trappings of this world, the food and the family and the friends and all of that stuff is wonderful. But the joy that comes, well, that's a different story. The joy comes in 
the Prince of Peace. The child who is born, wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And when you put your trust in him, then the weary world will rejoice. Today is the day to afresh come before Jesus and find in him help for today and hope for tomorrow. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great and gracious gift to us in the Lord Jesus. We thank you that you have given to this weary world your one and only Son. We thank you for this great and precious gift. And we thank you that because of his coming into this world, we can not just have happiness, but even more importantly, joy. That we can rejoice today, whatever our circumstances, because you have given us the gift of your Son. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, that Jesus understands us, he gets us, he knows us. And that therefore he asks us to confidently come to him in faith. That he might be able to give to us, the weary people of this world, grace and mercy in our time of need. And we thank you that Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is able to deliver by his death on the cross that peace with you. The peace that passes all understanding. And so as the, as the day unfolds before us today with all of its uh, unusual, unusualness over these uh, last couple of years. We do ask, please, that you might help us to focus once again on the Lord Jesus, the child that was given for us, that is help for today and hope for tomorrow. And we thank you in Jesus' great name. Amen.